Exodus chapter 2 and I will read from verse 1 onwards before that we will read Hebrews chapter 11 verse 23 Hebrews chapter 11 verse 23 By faith Moses when he was born was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command The only part that we're going to focus here in this scripture is the act or the work of Moses' parents. It is so important to have oneness. It is so important to work by faith and not by sight. It is so important to live by God's word and not give in to fear. By faith, Moses' parents, they did something. They took this child that God gave to them and what did they do? They hid this child. For three months, they hid this child because they were not afraid of the king's command. Now God has spoken to us from this scripture, so I encourage you to listen to that message after you go home sometime this week. You can listen to that, it will bless you greatly. But that's not the focus here. The focus here is, what did the parents do? The parents hid the child. The parents hid this baby that God gave. The word responsibility is very important for us. Responsibility, even though today is Mother's Day, I want to bring what God wants to bring to me today, bring to you today, this afternoon. The responsibility God gives into our hands, when God gives you a job to do, it could be anything. You can be a mother, you can be a father, you can be a student, you can be son, daughter, whoever it is. God gives us something to do. God says, do it with boldness. Do it without fear. Do it with faith. Whatever new thing that God gives in the midst of opposition, you may face opposition to do that God-given responsibility. God says, do it with faith. Do it without fear. That which God calls you to do, no matter what it is, it is important to be a person who will dive into the blessings of God. Understand this. When God gives you something, it is called a blessing. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of lights. The good gift, the gift that God gives, first of all, it's a good gift. Secondly, it's a perfect gift. And when it comes from God, it has no sorrow with it. When God gives you something, it comes from His hands, it bears no sorrow with it, and when God gives you something, He is giving it into your hands as a blessing from God. So whatever God has given into your hands, when you know you have received it from God, hold on to it tightly. And whatever God will give to you, receive it with gladness. Don't doubt it. Don't say that, will I be able to do this? Will I be able to handle this? Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, what if this and that? There are many people who think negative, 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 negative. What will happen if you add negative to negative? I'm not saying add. If you just keep on putting negative, 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 go to the negative side, your negativeness will only keep increasing. God says, you need to move from that side to this side. When you know that something is of God. When you know that something is given to you by God, you need to have this understanding that that it is perfect and it is from God. It's a good thing. Now, what are you going to do with it? 
When God gives you something, what are you going to do with it? The first thing God says, put away fear. Put away fear. You cannot handle that which God gives to you. If you have fear, you're not going to do a good job. You're most likely going to drop it. You know, when you have something and your hands are shaking, you're going to drop it. God says, have faith. Have faith in the one who has given you that which you need to hold on to. And then, what are you supposed to do with it? That which God has given into your hands. That which God has given into your hands. A responsibility. A work. The call of God. The word of God. Your children. Your job. Your education. Whatever it may be. Whatever God has given into your hands. Ministry. Whatever it may be. When God gives that into our hands, your own soul, whatever God has given into your hands, it's a good thing and it is for God to bless you with it. And God made Adam and Eve. He saw that it was good and the next thing he did was he blessed them. That which he makes is good and it is for our blessing. When we understand that, whatever God has given to us, we will begin to praise him. Praise Him for your children. Praise Him for your life. Praise Him for your body. Praise Him for your eyes, your mouth, your nose, your ears. A lot of times people try to look at themselves and find fault. If I could be only an inch tall, if I could only be an inch short, if I could only be this way, if my nose could be a little up or down, or if my mouth could be a little flat or plumpy, who cares? Understand this. The way that God has made you is perfect. Can't be better than that. Perfect. And God said, it's good. Now with what God has given to you, you're responsible for it. Right? You need to use it in the right way. With what God has given to you, how are you going to put that to use? It's very important. Am I going to use it for the glory of God? Or am I going to use it towards my own destruction because of fear? A lot of times, people use that which God has given to them in a wrong way. You know why? They think, what will he think? What will she think? What will they think? They live for this world. They live for the people of this world. When we live for the people of this world, remember this, if we ever live for the people of this world, we're dying, we're not living at that point. You put yourself in a prison at that point. The prison is the people around you. They will dictate your life. At that point, you have no freedom. We are God's people. We need to live by His word. We need to live by His standard. We need to live by what He has spoken over us. And God created Adam and Eve. He spoke His blessing over us. And God created you. He spoke His blessing over you. And as God has given you your soul, He's given you your body, He's given you your children, He's given you your life, He's given you everything that you need, which is the word of God and Jesus Christ Himself. What are we going to do with what God has given? This world is a very cruel world. Very cruel world. You have lots of thorns and lots of blades and lots of knives and lots of things that are around you. But do you know, for God's people, God gives us iron boots. (laughs) It's not going to cut our feet. For God's people, we can tread on serpents and scorpions. It's not going to affect us. The only time we'll get hurt is when we say, well, I'm going to take my boots off. 
and I'm going to skip, hop, and run. Totally blinded to the thorns and the blades and the knives and all the hazardous things that are around you. God is speaking to our hearts today. Yeah. When Moses was born, the situation was not favorable. He had lots of knives and lots of blades and lots of thorns and lots of glass pieces and everything that can cut and bruise Moses' parents and Moses was there. Do you know what kept them safe? They had these iron boots. The word of God. Their faith in the Almighty God. That kept them safe. That kept them strong. That kept them preserving their child. What God has given into your hands. God says, He has given you His word over it. That word will keep it. That word will keep it. Whatever good thing God has given into your hands. Know that it's a good thing. Don't despise it. Know that it's something that's supposed to be a blessing for you. Children are a blessing from God. If God has given you a job, it's a blessing from God. If God has given you health, it's a blessing from God. If God has given you breath in your lungs and you're able to breathe, it's a blessing from God. Everything that God has given is a blessing from God. Now we take that and what do we do with it? Are we going to live in fear or are we going to live in faith? Having faith in what God has spoken is very important. The spoken word of God is able to sustain us. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. When God gives the word and he says, I will cause you to fulfill this, then at that point we don't look at our circumstances. We don't look at our surroundings. We don't look at what people say. We don't look at what the law says. We don't look at what is favorable and what is not favorable. God is speaking to our hearts today. Faith will go against everything that is opposing your forward momentum. Faith will go against everything that is trying to stop you from moving forward. Faith is a force from God that will cause you to rise above your circumstance. God is speaking at this hour. Moses' parents, in the midst of the opposite situation, they did opposite to what everyone did. That's what faith is. Faith will cause you to go opposite to what everyone will do. It will cause you to stand strong. It will cause you to stand up. It will not cause you to bow down to fear. Faith will cause you to have your head up and not down. As you look up to God, there's a supernatural power that goes into every single one who puts their trust in the living God. There's a supernatural strength that comes to accomplish that which God has called you to accomplish. Now God gave Moses into Moses' parents' hands. Moses' parents took that and they said, we're not going to look at what Pharaoh said. We're not going to look at what the neighbors are doing. We're not going to even look at all the parents who are throwing their babies in the Nile River. We're going to do something opposite. We're going to cause this child to live by looking to God. God not only kept him, God took their child all the way to the palace. From the earthly palace to the palace of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. God is speaking to our hearts today. Wherever God has given into your hands, 
Do it without fear. Do it by faith. Go against everything that you may see, even if you have to do it alone. That's when you'll become the leader that God has called you to become. Not by following the majority and just running after them. But by knowing your call and knowing what God has called you for. Knowing the blessing and the uniqueness that comes from it. Have that courage that Moses' parents had. His mother and his father. And I'm going to take you to Exodus 2 in a minute. Just let's go to Exodus 2. Let's read from verse 1 onwards. Exodus chapter 2. And I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards. New King James Version. And a man of the house of Levi went and took as wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him, dabbed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. And then we see what happens here, verse 5, Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and the maidens walked along the riverside, and when she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. And so, you see here, that she had compassion on him, and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. The child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. So she called his name Moses, saying, Because I drew him out of the water. Praise be to God. There's a lot in this section, but we're just going to see what God wants to emphasize here, highlight here, so that we can take something with us and apply it to our lives. We see here, Moses' father and mother, both together, they're doing something. What is that something? Act of faith. God put in their hearts that you do this, your child will live. And they followed through with it. They didn't give in to fear. They didn't say, well, I don't know what will happen. Pharaoh can kill you. Pharaoh can kill me. And what's going to happen to Miriam over here? What's going to happen to Aaron over here? What's going to happen to these children? What's going to happen to our family? And, and so this is just a baby. Let's just throw this out. No. They didn't do that. They had the strong faith. They said, God will keep this child. And they made this child a basket. Three months they kept it. You know how newborns cry. God kept the child's voice inside. In those days, especially, you don't have soundproof houses. Very easy to spot a newborn baby. God kept the child three months. It's a prophecy God is giving at this hour. 
whatever you are afraid of. And you feel, Lord, I'm not able to hold on to this. Lord, I'm not able to hold on to this. I am powerless. Everything is up against me. God says, the keeper of your soul will keep that which you commit into his hands. God will hide it from the eyes of the enemy. God will hide it from the ears of the enemy. God will hide it from everything that will try to lay hold of it. And that which belongs to you will be in your hands, God says. Nobody can touch it. Nobody can pull it out of your hands. What the enemy may say, oh I have it, will come back to you. There's this work of restoration that God will do right before our eyes. It'll come back to you. It'll come back to you. This is the word from the Almighty God. Now you see here, this woman, especially you look at this mother here. She's doing something. She hid this child for three months. Both the parents had faith. That means when she said she's going to hide this child, dad said, yes, we will do it. But guess who was the leader in doing these things? Moses' mom. Moses' mom. A woman of faith. We saw this a few days ago about um, the Shunammite woman with Elisha. How she was a noble woman and the power that a woman has to do that which is right and the power a woman has to build her family. Power a woman has to tear a family. Women have a lot of power. Moms have a lot of power. If we do things God's way, we can spare misery. We can spare sorrow. And God is speaking to our hearts today. In the midst of opposition, she's doing something. She's not giving in to fear. She's not listening to the rest of the people. She's not listening to what even her own feelings may say. She went opposite to that. She said, I know, my God is able to keep my child. And what did she do? She hid that child for three months. And after three months, being led by the Lord, she's making this little ark, this safe place. God is leading her to let go. A lot of times you may try to hold on to something that you should let go. When God says, put him in the ark, and I'm going to give him back to you. It's important to put him in the ark at that time. She listened to the voice of God. This is where prayer comes to play. It's very important. If we don't know the voice of God, if we don't know when God is speaking, if we don't know how God is speaking, if we are not clear on what God is saying, then we can miss out on what God has for us. Moses' mom, Jochebed, was a woman of prayer. A woman of faith. Strong faith that defies everything, strong faith that is void of fear, can only come from God. Which goes against everything that one can see. With every spiritual opposition that is coming, she's going against everything and she's doing the opposite. Opposite. Obviously she stole the child, her daughter. Somebody is going to come to this baby and they're going to open this and see... And she is putting the child where God has told her to put, so that it just goes to where it needed to go. And she's telling a child, when somebody comes at this time, when they see this child, tell this person this. One thing she knew, only God can move the hearts of people. Can you 
ever imagine. The place where the edict has come to kill every Hebrew child. And she's telling her daughter to tell that Egyptian woman, do you want someone to nurse this baby? Even the thought of it, think about it. Unless you're led by God, unless you have the courage to even tell that child and coach her to go say it, it cannot happen. It cannot happen. What will happen? If this girl goes and says, do you need somebody? And that girl and the person from the palace says, oh, so you are the people who kept this child. How come you didn't obey the order of the king or pharaoh? And all of them could have been taken to prison. But you know what? She did not hear that. She didn't expect bad things to happen. God says, when God is on your side, don't expect bad things to happen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lead not unto your own understanding. Satan will come and say, thousand and ten thousand negative things. Don't give room to the voice of the enemy. And don't give ear to all the negative things that the enemy will line up in front of you. And say, well, if you do this, this will happen. If you do this, this will happen. What has God said? That's all matters. If God said that this child is called to become someone, nothing can touch him. No one can touch him. Has God given a word for you? As a mother today, has God given a word for you? As a daughter today, has God given a word for you? As a father today, has God given a word for you? As a son today, has God given a word for you? If God has given a word for you, know this for sure, nothing can come against it. No one can go against it. God is speaking to our hearts today. God gave his word to Jacobeth, Moses' mom. The word was, your son will live, just do what I tell you to. Hide him for three months, she hid him for three months. She was not someone who did the opposite when God said, hide him. I know God is watching over my baby so I don't have to hide him. Let me go and show how beautiful he is to everybody in the world. There are people who do that. They can't sit still. They want people to know what they have. Hey, you don't have. Look what I have. That's not our place. The more humble we are, the more hidden we are, the more we'll prosper before God and before man. That's the key. Even though her baby was so beautiful, she would have wished the whole world to look at that beautiful face. She didn't take him in front of anyone. She hid him for three months. She hid him and God hid him. You do your part, God will do his part. When you do what you're supposed to do, God will do what he alone can do. I can take him and keep him, but every time he screams, God closes the eyes and the ears of the people. She did her part. Now, the next step she's doing is taking the child and she's making the basket and she's putting the child in the basket. And she didn't say that, well, this child is gone and Miriam, say goodbye to your brother. And we're all going to cry that this child is gone, it's dead. What's the point of even having three months here? Now it's only going to give us a greater heartache, right? When you have the child longer, it's going to be harder. She was a woman of faith. She was a woman of faith. When God said, let go, put in the basket, because it's going to come right back to you. It's the promise God is giving. 
that which God has given into your hands will come right back to you. It will come right back to you. When? When you let go. When you let go, when you say, Lord, you take care of this. You take care of what I have given into your hands. You watch over this. Whatever it may be. Whatever it may be. What God has given into your care, when you can't care for it anymore, you put it in the basket. You place it before God and God says, I'll watch. I'll watch over. That which is precious to you. And I will return it to you. Isn't that a beautiful thing? He will return it to you. And when it comes back, it's not going to come back the way it went. It came back with wages. <laughs> it came back with God's call, which took the child to the palace. Very different. If it would have just stayed there for some more time where God was just hiding and hiding. No. God is speaking to our hearts today. Have faith in the faithfulness of God. Let go when you have to let go. Hide when you have to hide. The bottom line is, have you heard from God? Are you hearing from God? We have a living God. Every word that God has spoken from here, we all know it just came to pass to the dot. Every prophecy God has spoken, it has happened. Have you received something from God? If you know you've received something from God, don't let fear come your way. If you receive something from God, don't give in to anxiety. Know this, anytime you let fear come in, you're letting faith to escape. It's like water evaporating under heat. You want to preserve it, don't put it under heat. Don't let the enemy bring fear to you. Keep the door tight. My God is able. Shall we all stand up together? My God is able. My God is able. My God is able. He is able to keep that which you commit into his hands. And he will give it back to you. That's who our God is. Our God doesn't take anything from you. But he will give it back to you in a multiplied manner, in a unique way, in a way that you would have never imagined. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, Lord, I'm going to be a mother who will not give in to fear. I'm not going to be projecting evil. And I'm not going to be a mother who will be panicking. But I'm going to be a woman of faith. Hallelujah. Tell God, Lord, I'm going to be a father who's not going to be panicking, who's not going to give in to fear. Tell God, Lord, I'm going to be a daughter who's not going to give in to fear. I'm going to go against everything that comes against me through Christ who works in me. Hallelujah. Through the power of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.